Hey universe, um, I figured out what I'm going to name the next round of recordings. I'm uh, going with, wait, should I give you a multiple choice? No, because it's obvious if I do that. No, this round we're going with, I could be right. Now, 53 episodes of I could be wrong says, wait, what do you mean you could be right? Well, I hope to use 2023 as the year of initial outreach to um, move this beyond the soliloquies I've delivered for close to 140 hours, uh, mano y mano. That is as much of that as I can possibly generate and feel good about. And yet every conversation I have with another individual I feel good about. So I know the untapped resource is everybody else. I know that phase one was my establishing comfort in my own voice and method of outreach to a point of forgiving, understanding, and kind inclusion in a group of people all looking to make a better world. And in so doing, not compromising who they are and the purpose of their life they're here to fulfill. In other words, your typical Bazooka Joe fucking nonsense. And I go about it in the only way I know how. By revealing the personal, interpersonal, and... (laughs) sometimes too personal, aspects of my life to remind everybody that nothing is unforgivable. In no way will I try to misunderstand you and forgive myself. I have, and that was the biggest hurdle to becoming somebody completely comfortable with who I am and for the first time in life really loving myself. 2022 was the kind of year that went unexpectedly my way. Not in any of the variables that would make a family feud episode. It was more... I I kept walking to cleaner and more pristine pools of self-discovery in a way that has left me armed for whatever's next. I'm ready. And I know this past year was a challenge to teach me that. But for once, I was a good student to my own teachings. And I intend to carry that through this year and the rest of my life. And I'm sure there's plenty of which I am wrong. But this next 53 will be an attempt to ferret out well, what might I be right about? And, well, maybe nothing. (laughs) I could have the whole thing wrong. Everything I think I know, or even am inclined to think I know, is right, could be wrong. But in the interest of documenting a few things I said I'd get back to, here are some of those lyrics that, um, that I, let's, let's just for now call this the, uh, look for the purple banana until they throw us in the truck segments. And, 
in this first one, I, I was referencing the Bob Dylan song, Like a Rolling Stone, although I think I called it, um, How Does It Feel? Because <laughs> me and Bob Dylan are tight. Um, but this line has always aggravated me in the song. Hold on a second. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have Bob Dylan albums. I have Blood on the Tracks. I have, and I, and I have ex-girlfriends who were, who loved Bob Dylan. And this song, I never understood this lyric until about two and a half weeks ago when I did yard work in the yard and it went to six degrees that day. You've gone to the finest schools, Miss Lonely Hearts, but you know, you only use, and this is where I had no idea what it was really next. And honestly, if I was just to mouth it out on who wants to be smarter than a fifth grader, I might've gotten credit for it. I just never knew what the words were until I listened to it and realized, oh, he's saying get juiced. Like orange juice, but juiced, I don't know if that's a drug or alcohol reference, I assume alcohol, in it. And 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 it and the word the reason this was such a pain in the ass lyric is because it truly rhymes with a very clear and unusual lyric in the next refrain of get used to it. And it's get juiced in it. But you know you only used to get juiced in it. Went to the finest schools, but only went to get wasted. Hell yeah, Bob Dylan. Why else would you go to the finest schools? Okay. Now, I also talked about uh, Close to Home, otherwise known as Major Tom. And I don't feel bad about calling that song Major Tom because even now it's listed as Major Tom, comma, I'm comma, parentheses, close to home, close parentheses. So sometimes the song just becomes a different title because that's what everyone calls it. So close to home, otherwise known as Major Tom, send me up a drink. Jokes Major Tom. A lyric I've heard a hundred million times or however many times I've ever heard the song before that same day. But that same day, I heard that one clear. Here are two more that I've uh, gone through as well. Zoot Suit Riot. Now, I've probably only heard this song 50 times. But I never knew what the line was before Black Hair. And I'd listened to it enough to try to understand it. And I really did like this song at one point. Plus, it played a shit ton in my bar. But... Pull a comb through your coal black hair. I always thought it was cold, and I and and I could never figure out. And I wasn't sure it was comb. I mean, pull a comb or anyway, pull a comb through your coal black hair. And it's clear as a bell. I'm not saying this is the kind of stuff that anybody else is like. Uh, you couldn't understand that the first time you heard it. No, I couldn't. I am the worst lyrics listener of all time. Maybe. I certainly would put myself in that category for Olympic gold, but I have misunderstood every... Li- and here's my proof. Okay, so what I'm saying now is once in a while I'm listening to songs that I've heard a hundred times, thousand times, even lip sync to, poorly obviously, and uh, and I'm hearing clearly for the first time what the right lyrics are. So somebody modded the game and gave me enhanced song lyric listening they did well they still haven't told me what this lyric is i actually went and listened to the song thinking well maybe i'll be able to understand that lyric now because in the song by the commodore's brick house the closest i can come up with is built like a neck amazon amazon neck neck at amazon neck neck I have no idea. 
And I don't go look up lyrics just to see what they are. But I'm fascinated if someday that one finally comes clear. Because my whole life I've wondered, what do you mean built like a Nekamazon? What's a Nekamazon? Is a Nekamazon a thing, Phoebe, and I'm just looking like a moron right now? Probably. Anyway, i got to get my dog out. There'll be more in a minute. Bye. Dobre utra, universe. Well, actually, that's not appropriate because it's 8 o'clock at night. Well, it's 7.55. And since that was good morning in Russian, I believe, I don't think that was the appropriate salutation to open up my season 6, 53-episode sequence of recordings of myself talking to myself about myself and myself's problems and myself's victories and myself's conundrums. Most of myself's uh, current selves. All of it. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> well, in my last round, hang on, I've done none of my pre-game checklist. Okay. You know, my lack of preparation may not be the asset I think it is. Or maybe. I'm still wide open on that one. But I do know that putting the microphone here is going to help keep me from making gratuitous clickety-clackety. And no matter what, if you're listening to this, that is appreciated. You know what else is appreciated? Direct feedback. I, uh, I am one who will overwhelm people. And I do it usually with ideas or concepts or, hey, have you ever thought about blank? And, uh, and I don't mean to do it. I really don't. Well, in this one specific instance, I actually didn't. Well, I didn't mean to do it now, but I certainly intended to do it. Yeah. <coughs> pardon me, pardon me. That really shouldn't be there. I don't know what that was about. Um, yeah. There's no question that I'm, uh, I'm looking into a future that now, uh, I have to be more cognizant within and I'm fine with that. In fact, I welcome it and not, not just fine with it. I embrace it. Um, I'm. I'm long overdue for the shot of decorum in the arm, that's for sure. But the one place that I can come to rest with anybody is in whoever is willing to track down the truth. Are you willing to look at a picture, decide what makes sense and what's absurd, and deal with what's absurd in a way that makes sense. If you are, well then, we are very much alike. I have no judgment. I have no outcome of which I'm trying to support with evidence gathered herein. There is no agenda for me. The idea of me having an agenda, I can't even write a five-point bullet point list for this podcast. I do not have some sort of subliminally crafted message that's coming through in some unexpected form of marijuana integration. 
I don't even know which marijuana I'm smoking. That's how little I know about what's going on in my life. Pause. Hey, found the banana one. All right. Kind of thought that might be that one. Oh, <laughs> what do you know? The, uh, <coughs> the artificial flavored ones make you cough. Of course they do. Um, they also last about half as long as the others, but whatever. That's the only one of those I've ever purchased and probably the only one I ever will. Um, but I'm never one to say never because everything that I've challenged myself to investigate thoroughly, at least in the 21st century, has led to disappointment, or at least intellectual challenges of research and knowledge acquisition therein. And not disappointment in, well, fuck, I can't figure this shit out. No, disappointment in, oh, fuck, well, what the fuck, god damn it, what does this mean? This is awful. And, uh, and, you know, fuck. I, I didn't name the last 53 episodes, I could be wrong, thinking I'm right. I don't think I'm right. I just know that I have questions. And it seems like in an environment in which I have questions... The very audacity of having such questions is the defense against getting them answered. How dare you think the Big Bang is bullshit? We think you're bullshit. Yeah, I know, I get it. I get it, I get it. I get it that the lithium problem isn't as severe for you as it is for me. Okay. You can live your life your way. I'm going to live my life my way. If the mathematics don't add up, and the lithium observations are significantly off by a factor of six, then I'm out. Just like I'm out if you tell me 2 plus 2 is now 4.375. Why? Why do we want to make 2 plus 2 4 and 3 eighths? Well, it's just what observational data is showing us and the math models are proving. So we know it's true. We haven't exactly acquired the science to catch up to it yet, but we know it's true. So... From now on, when you do 2 plus 2, you got to put 4.375. Okay. So from now on, when we back-engineer the amount of lithium, hydrogen, and helium that should be in our uh, universe, thanks to the modeling of the Big Bang that is done through mathematic modeling, well, our observational model is way off. So... Maybe we'll call this, you know, what, you know, 4.375, Phoebe, where'd I come up with that number? Isn't that awfully much like the supposed age of the Earth? Are we just the 4 and 3 eighths chord over here in the harmonic galaxy of electric energy? None of what I just said makes sense, nor does the Big Bang. Um, and the problems with the Big Bang don't end there. The real problems with the Big Bang are some of the observational structures we're starting to discover that are impossible in the time frame allowed by the Big Bang. 13.6 billion years or whatever the back flow of light origination into that wormhole slash singularity known as the... Mm, <laughs> The something from, or the everything, not just something, everything from nothing, everything from nothing, everything from nothing.
No, this this faith leap that I'm proposing is one of science. Rather than buying all of the malarkey that you have to buy down to dark matter and dark energy to keep the Big Bang model sustainable, how about we look at another model? Now, which model's right? I'm not going to persuade you toward one or another, but there are alternatives out there. And if you aren't investigating the alternative models, now's the time. Now's the time for me to swallow the saliva in my mouth as well. But if, <laughs> if I want anything to occur from a level of communication that you may be sharing here right now, listening to this, it's that you walk away from this thinking, I have more to investigate. There's more out there for me to think about. I don't know if I've got it all figured out in many ways. Maybe I don't. I'm so comfortable living in those zones because I don't know how to get out of them. They're okay to be within, especially if nuggets of truth are what are falling your way to put you there. But bam, a little bit of truth. Oh, that's uncomfortable. I don't like it. That feels bad. I don't want to know that. But I do. So you start to associate it with other truth. You start to realize, fuck, if these are true, now I got to look at this. And once you look at that, well, the house of cards starts to tumble. And when it all falls down, you're left alone. Dismayed. Frustrated. Pissed off. And frankly, unmoored. You're just adrift. Well, those are unnecessary hurdles to cross, or crosses to bear, or bears to attack, or bears to cuddle, or bears to just go up to and say, hey, you want to be friends? Don't do that to a bear, because a bear is going to maul you, okay? Bears are friendly until they maul you, and then you're dead. So, friendly memories of bears, though you may have as you're being mauled, is it worth it? Probably not. But is it worth it to track down truth when it comes to things like the mathematics don't add up on the Big Bang? Well, fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is. Oh, but math is hard and physics sucks and I hate astronomy and you're just talking about shit that nobody gives a shit about. Right. I am. And I'm talking about it because nobody gives a shit about it. You have to give a shit about this stuff. This is your place in the cosmic existence of, of manifestation on 8675309 Earth. You don't get to not give a shit about this. You're literally born to experience it. And to shrug it off like it's more important to watch some television show? <laughs> think about that. Seriously. Think about that. You would rather watch a box screen version of life about fake life then think about the cosmic magnificence of your own life. Well, I could be wrong, but I'm going to spend a lot less time watching the Kardashians than I am thinking about the cosmic conundrums that exist in this 8675309 Earth. First of all, well, probably 13th of all, if I'm adding them all up, but 
Hang on. <coughs> okay. I got to rewrite my rules because my dog barfed all over the other ones. And I've never had a dog like ate my homework story, but this one's real. She literally, the one thing she ruined were my fucking rolls. And she ate them. Well, she ate like a corner of them. So they are destroyed. Should I go through my rolls first? Or should I do that last feed? No, let's do them now. Okay. I don't expect anyone to listen to this. So I don't have any inhibitions. I talk about whatever I want to talk about. Now, I don't besmirch. What was that? Oh, my Bluetooth speaker turned off. I don't besmirch those uh, around me for any reason. I, even, even if I think you're being a knucklehead, I just think you're being a knucklehead. I don't think you are a knucklehead. Um, and there's a big difference there. And, and that difference exists for everyone, down to the filthiest and foulest among us. Now, I think recognition of one's position in circumstance and then fixing one's circumstance for the better, especially where one's circumstance being fixed for the better fixes society for the better, well, hell yeah, get on that train. Or else now we do have a problem because now you're antisocial among a social cohesion group trying to do its best to lift all boats. If you insist on being a, a bag of, um, of goosh, that uh, will no longer permit said all boats to rise. Well, scuttling your boat is not something I'm above. And the reason being, I'm tired of being held back. I'm tired of being lied to. I'm tired of having civilization feel like it's all wrong. I'm tired of feeling like humans are the problem. And I'm super tired of feeling like anyone around me thinking they're the problem is okay. And I'm also super high. And, oh, is, wait, we're doing my rules. My rules, my rules. Anyway, I am built in kindness, forgiveness, and understanding. Those are my three main traits. And, of course, suave, debonair, and cool. No, I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid. Nobody even laughed? Come on, that was kind of funny, kitty. The, um, the poor jokes aside, of which there are plenty, I apologize, but what I think is funny, pretty much nobody else does. So, forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive as much as you can. My attempts at comedy that go stale. And then be kind to my attempts at comedy that go worse. And... I don't expect you to understand my attempts at comedy that don't land anywhere near a mark. So try not that at all. But in listening to this, realize that I don't mock things because I want to make fun of something. I mock a sensibility that I don't understand because I think it's bass backwards. I don't understand why our government structure is the way it is. So much am I bamboozled by what we're currently calling leadership that I'm willing and ready to commit to government straight up by lottery. I think it'd be better than what we got. Pause. And why would I rather be uh, ruled by a bunch of uh, your number came up representatives over what we got now? Well,
I'm not saying that people don't go to Washington or whatever form of government you're currently most succumbing to. Pause. The fact is that um, over the course of my lifetime, 53 years' time, and the, say, let's just say since the world wars, that hundred years that we are now at the end of, found industry, capital, uh, energy, uh, (laughs) the, uh, the paper industries like insurance, uh, and government constantly entwining further and further until now they're, they move as one solid mass. They are, they are beholden to all of themselves in a way that is only truly undermined by the intelligence agencies like the CIA, the Mossad, or whoever. And I know this sounds like a bunch of conspiracy horseshit. It does. It really does. And uh, that's fine. It do- and don't believe me. Don't care. Don't think I'm wrong or think I'm a lunatic. It's all fine. Um, but don't underestimate the lack of authority and um, presence that the individual is drawing. You're, you're, you're losing ground. Ground that you, that you gave up without ever, ever understanding you did. Um, and, and yeah, and, and what are you talking about? Gave up ground, man. I just bought a house and I got a place in the woods and I go hunting every month and, or whatever. Right. I don't, I don't know what your life's like, but you, you can claim a, a ownership of a whole bunch of things that are going on and, and that you are in control of and were predestined to fulfill and make happen. Well, okay. I mean, maybe you're there, but so this, this, this is clearly not for you. This is not for anybody. As I've already stated, it's all about me. I'm no inhibitions and nobody should be listening. I swear my ass off. Uh, I snot, I snort, I do all kinds of foul body stuff. And my dog and cat are a nuisance. And at any time, it's possible I will use the word ironic incorrectly or correctly. It's just hard to know. I'm going to do one or the other. And now it's possible that incorrectly is the outcome. So those are the things that you should know to know also that I bring a solutions-oriented attitude. I am very self-aware in my analysis. It's my life and reflection on my decision-making and stupidity that is alive here. I'm not coming in to tell you how stupid I think the latest thing that happened on whatever show. I don't even know what those things are. I'm talking about the grandeur of universal life. And I'm sure they are talking about that on Lifetime Network as well. But I don't, I don't granularly go after anything because... I'm trying to only expand the concepts and ideas on this recording to envelop all of my thinking processes. That's the whole point. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm doing it in long form communication, obviously, while I'm stoned and talking to nobody but myself, other than once in a while, an occasional guest. And yes, those episodes are by far the best, but these episodes are for me. So, Of course, those are the best, but these episodes aren't intended for audience consumption. They're intended for reflection and self mile marking in which to further reflect 
as progress is made in future dates to look back on these signposts. So, could I be right about any of this? Well, after telling you for 53 episodes why I'm wrong? Yeah. Yeah, in fact, going back to that challenging people unintentionally, I... Uh, I knew this is... This is one of the three uh, mile markers of knowledge disintegration. No, that's not knowledge disintegration. That's knowledge-based disintegration that caused me to like a video game character in a game from the 80s called Sandfall. Well, the sand just kept opening up and I kept falling through it. So now, is it fair to throw a rope up into that hole and say, hey, grab a rope, fall through some sand, let's see what happens? No, I don't know if it is. I mean, in reflection, is truth ever something you don't want? No matter how hard it is? Doesn't it always feel better to know that you've got the legit facts and story? That what you know is dependable, accurate, and verifiable? If you live in any other state of being, well, I mean, how do you proceed? What do you do? Who's your, who's your go-to resource for collaboration? Who do you trust? What's your method of verifying this, this, or that? How do you know what you know is what you know and not what somebody thinks they want you to know? How do you know it? Well, you know when you want to take a bong hit. I know that. And yeah, 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 I could have ended it that way. But you know where I was? I was at 2150, which feels a little 21st century sitcom length. And I don't know if I can put bong on uh, the RSS.com feeds podcast uh, title mechanism. I probably can. I probably can put swear words in there, especially because I mark it all as explicit content. But this is clearly not intended for any audience that is not, well, cynical, uh, nihilistic, anarchistic, um, defeated, pissed off, um, uh, full of angst, um, and, uh, and unsure what happened to the world around them, feeling isolated, cut off from all possible realities you thought could happen, and left with this one. There is, there is a Washington Mall presidential inauguration day-sized crowd of disorientation. It seems like if you go looking for it, it's easy to find. And I don't, I don't have a gauge on just how big it is. I think sometimes when I check in, I think it looks sparse and things seem calm, but then Days like yesterday and today, I don't know, there's a lot more current flowing, a lot more potential for 
volatility, it seems like. But I, I'm just, I'm just one dude full of himself, smoking weed, thinking he's got something to say. Now, if that sounds like something you want to listen to, well, honestly, I kind of feel sorry for you, but I do love you.